Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noel Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit, and joining me every week this is my brother, Pedro. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro Ruiz, creative tech at Adafruit, and every week we're here to show three brand projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. Sorry, your hair is... I know, it's so fun. <laughs> it's the Lady Loki um, crown tiara thing. Oh. Hello, everybody. We're hanging out in the Discord chat room. This is a live show. If and, you haven't realized. And you can... Uh, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Give a shout out to everybody hanging out Hi. in all the Discord. You can join the chat over at discord.gg slash Adafruit. Good morning to everybody hanging out. Andy Calloway, Susan. Hi, hi, hi. Rosin, a cup of coffee. Jim Hendrickson, Fetty2, and oh. Mr. Certainly hanging out in all the chat rooms. We're also on Twitch and Facebook Live. Good yeah, morning, thank everybody. you for joining us. You can drop us a comments and questions throughout the show in the live broadcast chat room if you want to get an invite code to Discord. The link, the URL is discord.gg slash Adafruit. All right. I'm ready to pay some bills and get started with my wacky hair. You cannot look at your hair. I know, it's fun. Don't look at me. What I need a hat. Go get me the hat. <laughs> By the way, we are, we'll have a Shop Talk segment where we're talking about the, the new hardware we're running. Thank you. <laughs> Appropriate hat. Hilarious. <laughs> there. So um, let's go ahead and, and uh, pay some bills. We walk through the morning housekeeping. Here we go. <laughs> if you head over to the website, adafruit.com slash free, you can see all the deals that are going on this week and throughout the weeks. So let's let's jump into the tiers. First one, if you spend $99 or more with Adafruit in your order, you'll get a free Permit Proto half-size breadboard. That's that lovely PCB that you can permanently attach components to. Uh, for orders that are 149 or more, you get the half-size Perma Proto plus a randomly selected Stemma QT breakout. If you have an, uh, an account with Adafruit, it's free to do so. We make sure you don't get the same Stemma QT board twice. For orders that are $200 or more, you get that free Stemma QT breakout, the Perma Proto half-size breadboard, and free UPS ground shipping for the continental US only. For orders that are $299 or more, you get all that stuff I just said plus a Circuit Playground Express, one of the flagship products of Adafruit, really awesome way to get started with CircuitPython, Arduino, and every type of programming language because it like, supports all these other programming languages I don't know about. Um, you can get as many freebies as you want. And for more details, just go to adafruit.com slash free. All right, so that's the free segment. All right, Adafruit Jobs Board. If you are a employer or a maker looking to get employed, there are some gigs out there. You go to jobs.adafruit.com. You can see all of the, uh, all the jobs this week, month. July, we're in July. There's a couple of new positions, check them out. If you are interested, we got a research technician, full-time position in the Rockville MD area, content and programs lead um, for Badger Bots Robotics Corporation, and we have an electrical engineer, PCB designer um, for the Michigan area, Detroit, or anywhere full-time. So check those out. Again, if you are an employee looking to find some maker skills, you got a project you want somebody to help you with, you can post that up here free to do so on both sides. So check it out. That's jobs.adafruit.com. All right, time for newsletters. The once a week newsletter is the 
product-focused newsletter. It happens once a week because we get products in the, in the store once a week. So go to adafruit.com slash newsletter for that one. We call it the new, new newsletter. And then for daily newsletter, we had to make a standalone website. It's called adafruitdaily.com. It, uh, it's one of those non-spammy things where you have to opt in and pick the things that you want. The categories in question are maker business, biohacking, uh, IoT Monthly, CircuitPython, um, which is Python on hardware, uh, 3D printing, and there's some other categories. So check them out. There's lots of fun daily content um, that, get, uh, that can get posted to your inbox or wherever you like. Uh, what else? The CircuitPython meeting happened on Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern time. You can join in and listen in on the core devs in the community and what they're working on on CircuitPython. It's every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. You can check out the archive that's posted shortly after uh, the 2 p.m. slot. So you can um, subscribe to it on whatever podcast service you might like and enjoy. Cool. I'm going to head back over to Discord as our housekeeping has now been swept and we are clean. I'm wearing a nice hat. No more distractions. <laughs> I wonder if that helped flatten it out. No, it's still there. Cup of tea says it's a combing retraction setting. <laughs> ah, yeah, I need to turn on ironing. <laughs> Good morning, yeah, Samuel. Good morning. Also, I see jump in just now into Wester. Kinger North. Hi, Thank you all for joining this morning. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's lovely project. Super yeah, useful for week. your macro pad if you're so lucky enough to pick one up. Yeah. Should be more coming out in stock soon. That's right. Watch out for the coupon codes coming out so you can get a discount on picking one up and trying it out. Yeah, so there is our 3D printed stand for the macro pad. It's this funky print in place design that has two hinges here. It's got a hinge for this base plate. It's got this little kickstand and you can have it flat or you can have it this way or you can prop it up and there's these little dimples. Those dimples match up with the screw heads so that you can uh, keep that in place and it gets elevated at about 20 degrees. Now, um, I have CircuitPython running on here. You can run CircuitPython or Arduino, but we have some nice um, demo code from Phil B. He's got a learn guide on how to uh, create some hotkey shortcuts. Um, so this is a really, really fun way to get started. Um, there are, you can use the rotary encoder to uh, navigate between the different config files. The, the config files themselves, uh, you can add as many as you want or have one or two, but it's cool that you can use the rotary encoder to change up the different uh, program. So you have a label up here, it tells you uh, what application it is, and you have full control over um, the labeling and the colors of the, of the keys as well. So for this demo, I'm going to be using the, uh, the, browse, the web browser Safari for the Mac. I have here, it's already kind of pre-populated, so I'll probably change one and kind of do a little demo of it in action. So I have here a special thing going on here where it's, uh, so if I want to change up my tabs, you get an idea of uh, this working in action here. So I'm just switching up my tabs. And one of the things I like to do is not really refresh pages, but like close tabs. So I want to do a live demo where I change up uh, some of the code, really the config file in Moo. But uh, we'll see what, uh, if that worked. That worked, right? Like all the tab switching? I don't know. <laughs> I hope it worked because I can't like monitor it. But anyway, um, we have a learn guide um, in the works. It's in moderation right now. But if you want to download the file, um, we have it on Thingiverse. 
and I'll throw it up in other places like Proofs of Printers and Colts 3D. But for now, you can get this right now off of our Thingiverse page. I have a link. Um, we'll, we'll throw a link, rather, in the descriptions. Um, but yeah, pretty straightforward. You got an STL file, or if you want the original Fusion 360 file, I have that. I also have some step files available, and of course, a 3D model of the MacroPad kit, which includes um, just about everything that you get with the, with the starter kit. So the keycaps, the key plate, the bottom plate, and even the screws. So that's cool. And of course, the rotary encoder and OLED display and NeoPixels and all the capacitors and all that stuff, including the sockets and everything is in that 3D model. Speaking of which, we have a 3D model here of it. Um, this is the bare kit. I should have updated this <laughs> to be the full kit. But there you go. You can go to our GitHub repo and get a 3D model of it if you want to start making custom enclosures and brackets uh, for your macro pad. Cool. Um, yeah, it's pretty straightforward if we want to look at um, like assembly. It's really simple. We got four machine screws here um, that get uh, fastened into rather through the bottom cover so you can still use that bottom cover. You don't need to if you don't want the bottom cover. If you have just the bare like this. Oh, I hit again one of the key. You got to be careful with these key commands, man. Here we go. It just created a new uh, thing in, in Wirecast. So yeah, you can, you can either uh, use the bottom plate or not. So it's up to you if you want to use that or not. Yeah. So that's all I got it going on there. All right, let's see. What else can we do? Do we do the demo code stuff next? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So I'm gonna fire up new. Let me run through run through um, where you can get the the code. Oh man, I'm in the back end. Whoa. <laughs> Let me get out of here. All right. So here is the learn guide. It's from Phil B. Shout out to Paint Your Dragon, Phil B. He created this uh, this demo code here, and it'll walk you through uh, setting up Circuit Python. So if you uh, got the kind of the first batch of oh let me show my screen thanks for telling me um, so yeah this is the learn guide let me let me just do everything I just did again so if you head over to uh, learn.adafruit.com go to new guides click on view all you want to click on view all and then it'll show up right here or you can search for it in the search box here but uh, Phil B has it here the macro pad hotkeys you can see there's a couple other guides here that are in the works you got a desk calculator Ooh. from uh, from Jeff Hepler. So uh, the macro pad hotkeys run through the learn guide kind of quick. Um, yeah, little parts. CircuitPython, this will walk you through installing CircuitPython. Um, if you got an early batch, um, you'll need to do it this way where you hold down the rotary encoder. And then um, I guess we could do that live. Let's do it live, huh, shall we? Let me uh, kind of go into bootloader mode. You want to hold down the encoder button and then press this once. And then it will, you want to hold it down until the USB drive shows up as RPI2. And then you can let go. And then once you let go, you can now drag and drop the UF2 file. Hit cancel. OK, we're still streaming, right? Yep. It is super, super risky. Because when I did that rotary encoder, it said, do you want to stop the stream and, and kill Wirecast? And I'm like, uh, oh. cancel. <laughs> All right, so now I'll, I'll show you my desktop somewhat of a desktop. Here we go, full screen. So in my desktop, I got this new RPI drive. And you'll want to download the UF2 file from the learn guide. So you can come here, click on this green button. I opened it in a new tab. 
you want to grab the, so the latest version of CircuitPython, Alpha 4. In the time of this recording, that's the latest version of CircuitPython, but um, you'll definitely want to get the Alpha 4. It's pretty much, it has everything. It, it even says right here, um, this is the latest unstable release, but it'll work with the macro pad. So that's why we got it out as quick as we could. But uh, yeah, so once I got that going, I can now search for it in my, my downloads folder and just drag and drop it into, uh, into this thing here. So let me go to my downloads folder if I can find it. There's the UF2. I verify it's uh, the macro pad RP2040. It is version seven, alpha four, not UF2, perfect. So I'm just gonna drop that, drop that onto the drive here and it'll start to copy it over and automatically flash the firmware. While it's doing that, we'll take a look at uh, at the thing here, it'll start doing some uh, some stuff. Hopefully, there it goes. There you go. You get an indicator, and there's Circuit Python reinstalled. And the beauty of Circuit Python and and, and kind of how it is is that it it didn't actually erase any of the libraries or code. It stayed on there, so that's pretty cool. So if you're switching between Arduino and Circuit Python, your Circuit Python files will most likely stay in place. Yeah, so there's a quick demo of just installing CircuitPython. And then the demo code, even easier, if we head on over back to the learn guide, go to project code, there is a download button here, download project bundle, if you click on that, it'll download all the libraries and dependencies. But not right now, because it's broken, sorry. <laughs> I got an egg on my face here. <laughs> I, I don't know why it didn't work. It didn't work? Uh, nothing, it worked just fine. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll have to uh, ask the devs what's going on. But normally, you click on download project bundle, and it downloads the and downloads the code. funny because it worked for the video. Yeah, I know. It, 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 but they, you know, that was yesterday. It's today. But uh, hey, there you go. You can get all the, all the code. There's another way around that, right? So if you scroll down at the bottom here, at the bottom of the, the code embed, there's a view on GitHub button. So you can click that, and hopefully that works too. That will show you the raw code here. You can download um, the code and kind of do the manual download of the libraries, I guess, from the library bundle. Uh, but bear with us, folks. I don't know why this, <laughs> this is a live show, right? Um, so we'll, we'll report a bug. But at, at, normally, the project download bundle works really good. So once we have that, you can just drop, drag and drop your code file and all the libraries um, into the CircuitPy drive, which is uh, not showing up on my screen. Here it is, CircuitPy drive. So. Here's what it looks like. Let me make that bigger. So we got our code output that tells us what version of CircuitPython we're running and the chip. It's the RP2040. Here's the code. You can preview that. Here's all the libraries that you'll want. Um, so when I downloaded this from the project bundle, uh, it gave me all of these libraries, which is great. And then the folder macros is where your config files are. So here are here's one for Illustrator, Photoshop, and Safari. These are kind of the default ones that are included as a part of the guide. So what I wanted to do is now hop on over to uh, the Moo editor, which is our preferred um, Python editor. There's a new version of it. Check it out, by the way. It runs really good on the M1 Mac here. And uh, I want to, so I'm going to open up the Mac um, Safari one. And I just want to change this real quick. So the one I want to change is refresh. So the way it works is it kind of this first value here is um, a hex color, right? So if you wanted white, um, there, there's a couple of online tools that you can use, right? So if I wanted like a color editor, 
I think uh, I think there is one as a part of uh, Google, right? Color picker. I think they have a native one. Yeah, so you can use this color picker from Google. Let's say I want a purple color. I can take the hex value here and then paste that into Moo Editor here. You want to make sure that you leave the x zero x there. It's just these six values, six numbers slash letters that you want to change. So I want to change it to purple. There's my purple value. And then the label I want it to call like, instead of putting close tab, I'm just going to put X tab, because that lets me know that I want to close it. And then the key command for that, the key code is to hold down the command key on a Mac, control and Windows. And then uh, instead of R for refresh, I think it's W uh, for closing window. And you can, um, you can reference the other ones to see if you want like something like this piece here will, um, it'll make a new tab, command N, and it'll uh, throw in this string of text in that new window. So it'll automatically do all that like in one step, in one, one key press, which is pretty cool. So you can change up these if you want to do a different, more layered kind of hotkey is, is these right here. But I'm doing a pretty simple one where it's just two. And if you wanted something uh, like it's just a single thing, I think you can just delete these things here in the brackets and just leave one key code. But uh, yeah, I got my X tab, I got my color, and I have also uh, updated the key command itself. So I'll hit save, and then on my overhead here, we should be able to see uh, the update reflected when I switch to the right menu. It's under Safari. There it is. I have my X tab now. So that's going to be the one, two, third button down, which is that purple color. Right? Cool. So now if I go over, I think it was this one. No, it was like, yeah, let me see if this works. So I'll close this tab now. Will it close? Yay, it closed. And I can close this one too, right? Cool. And then I can tab between, the, between them. So I'm working on creating a custom one for Fusion 360 because I use that a lot. And maybe one for Eagle CAD too. But uh, so far, um, this is working pretty good, like updating it for like simple stuff. So that's a quick look at the hotkeys demo code for Phil B. <laughs> Let's see, and we'll head back over to uh, the Discord here. Yeah, so Melissa has filed a, uh, reported the issue with the devs, so that should be fixed momentarily. Cool. Thanks, Melissa. And then uh, Avro is uh, saying, where was an AgriPad back in the day with Mortal Kombat Fatality Days? Yeah, that's <laughs> a really, really cool use of it. Yeah, key combos <laughs> for games and stuff would be really excellent. Uh, yeah, there's that, something in the works where um, you yeah, play Minecraft. JP's doing one. There's a lot of, there's a lot of commands in the, uh, in the terminal that you need to, like if you want to make a command block, you have to type all this stuff out. So instead of hitting the up key, you can have it pre-programmed and just maybe have like a Minecraft you know, command block generator here. That'd be really cool. And then uh, Stuart's asking about the speed of the M1. We'll have a whole uh, segment on that a little bit later sure, in yeah. the show. Yeah, well, we'll take a look at the, the bench right now. Let's go ahead and look at the, uh, the model in, in Fusion 360. So I'll jump into Fusion 360 and just kind of chat a little bit about the design, how he came up with it and stuff. It's, uh, it's all driven with like a couple sketches, really. So um, this is kind of the main sketch for it. Um, it's, it's driven with a couple of user parameters. Um, so we'll kind of walk through those now and 
kind of show how this works. So um, Fusion 360 has these joints, and it allows you to kind of simulate and, and tie uh, different components together. So in this case, I'm using a joint here um, where that pivot point is. I'm using a joint to attach um, the, the macro pad itself to this, uh, to this piece here. And then I have another joint here for the actual kickstand, and it gives you a good look at, uh, you know, how much degrees it, it, the joint is 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 at, is driven at. So uh, by default, I had it set up like this, and then um, you can drive the joint to to place it where you want, like that. So some of the user parameters I have set up is the thickness of the bars. So if I wanted some thicker bars, let's see what happens. We'll make this uh, 12. So that thickens up the bars. And now you can start to see that um, the design with the joints need to get updated a little bit. So one of the ways uh, I was doing it is, <laughs> I'm trying to remember because <laughs> it's been a minute. Um, I think, let me open up the sketch to show kind of how this is going. This is more so of a demo for the for the M1 Mac, not a real Lerbo layer. So don't <laughs> don't expect a, a super solid Lerbo layer right now. It's more of like let's see the performance. Let's see the I'm performance of the stuff. Mac. Am I dropping any frames? Um, so far, I think I'm okay. Um, so running or rotating around uh, object heavy. Uh, yeah. project while streaming and recording. And changing things on the fly. So this handle offset, is that where I want to change it? Yeah, let me take a look at this sketch as well. I'm totally doing a layer by layer on this because like I need to really, th that's how I learn when I do a layer by layer. <laughs> like that's, that proves that I have learned what I've done. And for now, I'm still like, what is the relationship between these two? I think this one, yeah, bump. Is it bump, really? I guess it is bump. What about the, uh, the things are always named thing. funny when you're like in a rush. Yeah, you're, in, well, you're, in the you zone. don't know exactly what you're <laughs> going to change yet, so you go back in and you kind of massage it until it works. Bar width, bar thickness. What is the handle offset? Let me change that. Oh no. Yeah, so that button here, the handle offset, gives me the length of the handle. So you can see here as I start to change it, it's getting closer and closer. So if I wanted less of a um, less of an angle here, now I can drop this joint uh, from 20 to something else. Uh, so I can right click on it and say drive joint. Sometimes you can get access to it by clicking on it this time around. Here we go, drive joint. And instead of 20, I can drop it down a little bit. Yeah, and then you'll start to see how um, maybe the surfaces aren't as flush, so you have to kind of massage them. But that's the idea, is that you can play around with those user parameters to get a, a desired angle. I, I, I definitely want to go back in here and, and see if I can make it so that the angle is being driven with the length of the handle, so that it just, so you don't have to keep in there and fudging the, the values. But that's the idea of it. And what is another one I can change here? The bar width. This probably will break it. Let me try that. No, it seems to work. That's cool. So you can see how the handle is uh, is kind of being driven as well, like the the placement of it. Right, it's like not intersecting itself. So that's really nice. Yeah. So. 
that's just a quick look at the design. It's a little bit messy, I must say. <laughs> but hey, that's that's what it is, right? You can you can see the mess in real time. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that is uh, a quick look at uh, Fusion 360 Live in uh, on this M1 iMac. Is that okay? Yay. Yeah, it worked. <clears throat> it didn't crash. I don't know if the frames dropped at all, but... We'll see back in the playback. Yeah, we'll see on the playback. I need to set up my key commands for Wirecast. It's driving me nuts. Sweet. Yep. All right. Patreon so posted. all yeah. of the uh, files I posted, like the STL, so you can download those, and the um, CAD file link on GitHub, so you can grab all that for the uh, learn guide for this goes live. Should be later today. It's only a two-pager, so shouldn't be too much to review. Yeah, we'll see. And you can get the file now off Thingiverse if you just want that. Yep, I posted the direct link to the Thingiverse file, so you can grab just the STLs for that. Or if you want the uh, CAD source for that, the Fusion 360 link, that lets you download in any uh, format that you want. If you That's want right. to use uh, KiCad or SketchUp or whatever. Tinkercad. Space mouse, yes. Yeah, um, all of the rotations and orbits that you witnessed is all done with this beauty, the 3D Connect Space Mouse. It's my favorite um, 3D uh, rotator. <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, Gareth on Twitch is saying that, yeah, the M1 machines are more powerful than I expected. Yeah. Only running the M1 Air, and it's silly good. That was my exact thought. Silly it's good. silly good. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great. I'm really going to um, be doing live Lambda layers from from the, from going forward, like it, it works. That was why I didn't do it before, is because it, it just it, it slowed down. Our, our audio would go out of sync. Mm -hmm. Is our audio out of sync now? I don't know, but we'll know in a minute. In a minute, <laughs> after the show, I suppose. All right, let's go ahead and jump into what are we prototyping? All right, what are we prototyping this we week? We jump or continue on with MacroPad stuff. That's right. Uh, so Lamar uh, wanted to have some Braille key caps, so. These are a nice set of Braille keycaps. I have all the important things like, you know, the media control, play, volume up, volume down, page, tab, uh, speak, like we want the speak command to be on there. <clears throat> and I'm just mirroring some of these bumpy, like, stickers that you can get on Amazon. Right. So I designed these first before this came in, and yay, luckily all of the sizing and the spacing for the bumps is Great. dead on. It's tough to see because these are transparent, so let's see if we can get some angles on them. I that's, get some angle on that. These are, you know, injection molded probably? Yeah. I think these are printed with, uh, I think it's like stamped on. Like, you know, when you uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. get that emboss. Maybe yeah. it's even I think an emboss. Okay. But it's pretty much copying that exact same layout for most of the keys because a lot of them I had to find on Google to find out, like, you know, what is what, what do they use for play? What do they use for a tab? Interesting, yeah. You can see all so, of these. These are really keypad stuff here specific. Mm -hmm. Print screen, lock screen, pause, PA. Yeah, and I like a lot of lock. the accessibility stuff, unfortunately. It's, like, really crummy images or, like, oh, non-descriptive yeah. stuff. It looks, you know, super sketchy. So okay. uh, really good for Lamar Wani to have, you know, a dedicated... Uh, you know, trusted source that you can oh, download yeah. these and have all that for. So this is what we'll be working on next week. And the thing, the other accessibility part of this is that there is a speaker on the back, so it does really nice tone generation. Uh, Dan Halpert is working on some Wave and MP3 playback, so you should be able to do audio effects. So you can have turn this into like a soundboard. Yeah. So the thought is uh, when you're uh, visually impaired or if you want to learn Braille, when you hit the button, it'll generate a tone 
and you'll associate that tone, and editable too, to yeah. whatever key that you want to map that to, or it'll play back the audio eventually as a, a 7.0 gets finalized and all that get all those uh, audio playback issues get ironed out. Mm -hmm. uh, each one of these can be, you know, saying, you know, you hit home or tab. Yeah, it's super customizable that way. So you can exactly. have whatever audio, or you use your own voice mm -hmm. you know, through it, someone else's voice. Yeah, so I just wanted to take a look at the way that we did the caps for this. Of course, we'll do a whole layer by layer and all that yeah, for it. I am using the circular stem for this, and these work on uh, Cherry MX compatible. Get a little bit closer. I don't know. Do we have the other one that you designed where it works as a, uh, like a, uh, not a rectangle too as yeah. well so uh, many shapes work for that yeah. and it works pretty good there was just like one little piece of support material that was on the bottom of the stem and they came out pretty good nice yeah same thing with the um i think the only thing i did for the resolution would just have it do adaptive layers so it's doing like 1.5 um, microns up to 0.2 for yeah. the layer height yeah, it's just a little bit more uh, better view of right the what pigment it looks like. of the filament really yeah the only reason yeah, the only reason it, this is all translucent is, of course, to have the, the, light the lights through. shine through, which wouldn't make any sense if you're visually impaired. Right. So, I mean, it, it, it would work if you have, you know, just a, uh, not like completely blind, but you should be able to like to see the, which key is lighting up. Mm -hmm. So it still kind of works for that. Yeah. So that's one of the things we're working on. Nice set of uh, Braille keycaps that you can print. Excellent. Oh. The other thing we're prototyping is, uh, this will be a little bit more later, just updated Lego uh, SnapFit uh, little holders for the Trinky 2040, as well as the Stemma um, sensors. So what we did here is just add these little snaps on here that grab on to the sensor just to have it on a Lego base plate if you don't want to use like a, um, a, a rough board or if you just don't want them all um, all over your desk. It's a nice little tidy way to test out your sensors or have a nice little project mm. uh, that is nice and compact. A couple weeks before we did show that these are stackable so you can have like a giant yes. like Big Mac looking mm -hmm. stack of sensors. It's a little ridiculous. And it works. works out better because it's all flat and you can see exactly what's there. Mm -hmm. There's no guessing game on yeah. what's stacked in there. And it works of course with any Lego brick and this ah. just plugs directly into your computer. And uh, since they're all so late, it shouldn't bend your USB port. Yeah. And one of the other things I don't have on here is that little USB shell that you can 3D yeah. print away I just to off, stabilize. Mm -hmm. Just to yeah. show it in the photo. So we'll uh, release that in the coming weeks. Nice cool. little simple way to organize your desktop projects. Hey. Cool. And I think that's what we got for yeah, prototyping so far. I think you got another one, but it's not ready to yeah. show off we'll yet. Super week. cool. Yeah. Media streaming coming. All right. I guess we'll jump into Shop Talk real quick, talk about the iMac, I guess. Yeah, some people are asking, how is it for games? I can tell you right now, oh, developing I <laughs> games. I don't know about playing, but yeah. developing games using Unity and using Maya mm, right. and doing like, you know, Global Illumination and doing like nice yeah, renders. Yeah, it's probably pretty good. You're not in the gaming channel, you're watching a production show, so that it works very well for producing games. Yeah, I think so. I don't produce games, but yeah, maybe. Yeah, it runs Maya yeah. very well. So yeah, you got Maya Unity. On one. Yeah. Right. yeah, cool. Yes, it works for making games. For sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's look at. Uh, I guess an unboxing of it. Is that what we're yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So real quick here, 
This is us uh, unboxing it, and I don't know, we'll just so walk through I it. I thought this would be a lot more lighter than it is. It's pretty heavy. <laughs> and it's, what's mm -hmm. funny is that it was the box that's so heavy. And I really like the attention to detail. You don't really need it on an unboxing, but they have these nice little handles on here. The way this opens up, it's pretty nice. Again, packaging does not matter <laughs> the mm -hmm. performance of the Mac. Neither does these cool uh, rubber, feet. rubber feet. They matched it to the purple that's on there. Keyboard's pretty cool. I like the clickiness of it. Um, not like a Cherry MX, of course. The travel is a nice travel on it. And the customized braided cables are so nice. I wish they sold these separately. All USB-C on the back. Of course, it'll adapt to anything you want. You had some issues with the way, how big the Apple logo is on the back. And look how thin it is compared like, to the old uh, iMac, which uh, this is a really old one, the one that we just replaced yeah. it for. It was the 2015, I believe. So we definitely notice the difference in terms of just navigating in the finder. A uh, nice little magnetic plug. I don't know if that's super good or not. Like if one of the robot vacuums rips mm. that off. <laughs> so is it easy to pull it out? Uh, I think it is. Mm. It, you got to tug it, but you know, I don't know if, what, you should have put that on the laptop, <laughs> not on a freaking desktop. Okay. And like you were saying before, just navigating around everything inside of Fusion while you know things are recording, while you have like exports and renders going. It's buttery smooth. Okay. Um, this is a completely uh, maxed out iMac, so it's got all the RAM, all the, the two it's terabyte or whatever. It's 16 gigs of RAM. Yeah, um, so it's uh, the fully decked out yeah. one. Uh, and it works. It's not really the RAM, that's like, it's, it's really the M1 silicon that's yeah. making it awesome. Yep. Okay. So definitely recommended. I think uh, I'm, I've been running the M1 MacBook Pro for, when did, I, when did I get me this? Beginning of the year sometime, somewhere. And it works perfect, even with that tiny little screen. Um, I'm absolutely in love with it. it. The battery like never dies on it. Wow. So performance wise, it is freaking awesome. So good, we're gonna get more for you know the rest of the family too. We'll get more iMacs and little MacBook Air as well. It's uh it's that good. <laughs> yeah, they did an excellent job. Cool, yeah. Lots of colors. Yeah. Fusion, Lots of different colors uh, doing color correction on the fly. Yeah, like no, maybe no talk drop about, frames, um, no rendering required when you're editing the video, and this is you know 4K video uh, with like tons of effects on it, color correction, like uh, alpha channel, yeah. like separated out to yeah. do the color correction on it. Question from Stuart, so 16 gigs is good for 3D apps? Yeah, it oh really God, is. Yeah. Um, I'm doing a look here, yep, 16 gigs, M1, there really isn't, there's I think no that's the max you can do as well. You, you literally just say, I want the M1, iMac, huh. I think 16 gigs is default, you can't upgrade it or go lower? No, I think, you have to look on it, but we got the, whatever was the I max I think the stuff. max thing we could do was just storage. I have no, I think it's terrible. the RAM and the storage. Really? Okay, yeah. so I guess maybe go with 16 gigs mm -hmm. instead of the eight gig if that is an option. I'm not sure, but that is our specs. Uh, 16 gig, M1. And then Mr. Certainly two on uh, Twitch, or on uh, Discord is saying that, yeah, his uh, i7, 16 gig RAM, dedicated GPU. Uh, the integrated GPU beats out that machine, the M1. Yeah, hands down. I wonder if we'll get a, another a speed huge... boost with, uh, oh gosh, what is the predecessor to Big Sur? I don't know, I remember. Monterey, Monterey. Monterey, okay, Monterey. Yeah. I can't wait for that, just so I can grab my cursor over. Yeah, that'd be really great. Move really it over to your computer that. and help uh, yeah, manage switch the show. Stuff. Yeah, that'd yeah. be super helpful. Cool, all right, well, let's look like a shop talk. I mean, 
That's an IMAX. It's more. Circle. It's it's yeah. more of a hey, this works very well for what all the things that we do here. So right, modeling, for, video for this, production. this is great. Yeah, the streaming and doing a three sixty uh, fusion, doing motion graphics in the background while you're rendering in Premiere. Yeah, that actually worked out really <laughs> while well. When it comes to software exporting. support, I I felt like oh no, this isn't gonna work. This, everything so everything far, works. Everything works. Insane. Um, yeah, everything opens and, and and works well, and you can't quite tell if you're. If you're in Rosetta or a native app, mm -hmm. it just kind of works and works really fast. Um, yeah. Yeah, all the Adobe stuff is, there's all betas for the M1, and those all work very well. Cool. Like I was saying before, you're, I'm like rendering out of After Effects while I'm rendering in Premiere, while I'm in Fusion, and doing mm -hmm. an export in that, and everything is just buttery smooth. It's very nice. Yeah. And, and, uh, I think that's all we got for that. Just a nice, uh, Stamp of approval for doing everything yeah, you see us doing. Yeah, it's like to be able yeah. to do uh, more Fusion stuff live. That's, uh, uh, that oh. might become a thing now where I can do live uh, Fusion stuff, just to kind of chat. Like, hey, here's what I'm working on. Yeah. Here's this kind of idea. Couldn't do that before. <laughs> or this, here's some new models. That'd be really cool to kind of be like, hey, here's some new models. Let me look at them. Talk about what, what you can do with it. Man, this hair is terrible. All right. So. <laughs> Uh, I guess we'll jump into community makes, or do you yeah, want to take some comments? Mr. Certainly is looking forward to the 16-inch. Yes. Ah, yeah, the MacBook 16 Yeah, that's the only gripe. I need yeah, more small ports. Screen. <laughs> well, that too. And more Small ports. screen, more one, ports. You really have one port? It's just on one side. Yeah. There's two. But I have it. a hub that, even that attaches. It's it. good. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week's community, community make. makes. All right, every Tuesday, we, we've uh, 3D print a design from the community. This week, Lady Loki's or oh, really, uh, Sylvie's uh, tiara. This is from the hit series. Is it a hit series? I think from so. The, from the TV show on Disney Plus, um, Loki. Don't spoil it. We, we haven't watched it yet. We have to watch on Thursdays because we're doing the show and meetings all Wednesday, uh, <laughs> all day Wednesday. But uh, yeah, this is a fun design. Um, it, it was found on Thingiverse, and it's by Thingiverse user uh, Fanati. Fanati. Oh wow! I didn't realize there was. Different versions maybe, of it. Maybe Whoa. the person updated it. But oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, when this was printing, I could have sworn that it failed, but that's just the way Pedro oriented it. It really looks like the print failed. I thought it had failed too. And you're looking at it, <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute, it didn't fail. This is what it looks like. I was like, oh man, the like horror the fell. So there's some, some, there's some support material going on here. Um, there's a lot of retraction going on in the time lapse. You might know, it, you know, our time lapses just tend to have a lot of string. Yeah. It's the nature of what it's doing. You're doing a long exposure on a, a DSLR camera. We're not shooting with a webcam, so I have to use a long exposure. I don't have like tons of light. I just have like two lights on it, so I want to have capture the most light you can, and that is the best way to do it. Yeah. So it, the head is chilling like over to the right side of the printer for I don't know. <laughs> it's like 15,000 milliseconds or whatever it is. It's quite uh, hairy. Yeah, so that's Whispy. that's what happens. But yeah. Although I did do a lot of adjustments to the profile for the uh, CR10 Pro. I should release that because look how freaking beautiful this is. 250 microns, it's super smooth. Um, Don't press any it would be buttons. super easy to sand and then do some more post-processing on this. But man, I'm so happy with how detailed this is, how smooth it is. And the horns, I really like the way this was designed. Pop off. Pop off, yeah, Great. they're all press fit. Switch. And the tolerances on it is super, yeah. uh, super um, press fitty. Okay. So they're just gonna fall off. You got and then we just have on the elastic back. on the back. I like how big the holes are, the diameter of them, so you can oh. fit um, a lot of just about ones. anything in there. 
like a lot of the necklace things have clasps, so that worked out really well. Yeah. So, so we couldn't have just the Lady Loki one. We or so. Why can't I pronounce her name? Sylvie. 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 Of course, we have the a vote for me Loki. Yeah. Not the super long ones. Yeah, you might want to just big. put it put it on your head. Yeah. This is the one that goes on your head and same put designer. These look pretty good as well. This is why my hair's messed up. I know, mine too. <laughs> Can I put it on with my glasses? Let's see. Oh, I almost have his hair. <laughs> yeah, you do, holy crap. So yeah, same thing with these. These, um, Mexican Loki. <laughs> so the, oh, uh, the horns pop off as well, press fit. So that's sure super do. cool for like uh, going to Wakan or whatever. And man, look how smooth these horns are. Yeah. One of the tricks I did do was I sunk it into the bed just a little bit. Did that with those horns as well. There we go. Just to get a little bit better adhesion and not use so much uh, support material. Uh, I didn't want to have it on here or up, a here, up, up along where you're actually going to have all of the parts visible. So it's down here. It's just sunk down, I believe, like three millimeters just so that it has a very nice adhesion to the bed. And yeah. again, 150 microns. So Nice and smooth for doing additional polishing and processing. Yeah, the underside isn't too bad here. This is yeah, it's a little bit like an extreme overhang, but it worked out really well because mm -hmm. it's so curvy. You know, those are the hardest ones to do. Yeah, so I wanted to, of course, print everything in this gold, but I kept failing this with this uh, this gold. So yeah, what, what's the gold? This is Don't the uh, silk, uh, everyone, and for whatever reason, it just kept clogging. So mm -hmm. I had to switch over to the copper, and that worked pretty good. But you were able to get these before the clog, huh? Yeah. All right, so maybe don't recommend the filament. A lot of the, 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 uh, a lot of the silky filaments can be problematic in, yeah. in the sense that uh, maybe they clog or maybe they have under extrusion. Maybe it's a slight oh, settings or temperature, but yeah. So real quick while Pedro messes with that, let me show you that this is a design from the community. This is from Fanati on, on Thingiverse. They have their design here as a free download. Uh, there's some renders of it, but look at all these variants. <laughs> you see all the different variants of the uh, of the tiara. There's the the horn broken. There's the horn not broken. And I think that's it. I'm waiting makes for the, already. Uh, waiting for the so dog cool. friendly. Oh hey. Yeah, there's some makes here. There's some post processing on that ah. one, isn't there? On this one, maybe. Just someone posted it by Vastban. Yeah, that's a little good. bit of a dry brush. It looks like. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah, and it, and it fits heads. It fits your head pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Scale down to 82% to fit her head. Pedro, did you scale yours down? I did not. This is uh, 100%. Supports, then sanded it with paint acrylic. Cool. So yeah, you can check out the design. There's a link in the in the YouTube video, and also um, we'll throw it in Discord. But yeah, huge shout out to Finetti on Fingerverse. Oh no, I've not you been posting links. Quite a few links. designs here as well, so check those out. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Pedro. I'll do the link here. Don't copy. We we need to change our copy paste stuff. Ah, uh, <laughs> remember? Like I'm, we're competing against copy paste. Yeah, we're sharing it's one of accounts. the funniest thing. <clears throat> Somebody, uh, I think it was Bruce, was mentioning the sidecar is super cool. Uh, one Got tip: it. don't log in as your same iTunes name on both computers because now. Yeah, now I'm copying. Everything I copy is over on yeah. your iMac and vice right. versa. We're still sorting <laughs> things out, but hey, our audio works, and then it stops working. Yeah. <laughs> Let me jinx myself. All right, well, that was a super cool um, design. Again, what I really like about this is, uh, since we're in the, what is a halfway to Halloween now, mm -hmm. this is like the perfect Halloween costume, because it's just this. Yeah. Maybe a good. suit, and that's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, I'm just a variant. 
Yeah. That's gonna be fun. You're just gonna right? have like a whole like slew of Lokis. Uh huh. What was the thing? You throw a stick and you hit a Loki. <laughs> yeah, lots of Lokis. Um, All right, continuing on with the community makes. I think there's a yes, more? yes, yes. There's more community makes. I'll pull some out here. Um, can you shout out to John Gallifer? He's working on making the Infinity Cube. He is working on getting the the panels with the mirrored finish. This is a project we did a couple couple months, years ago. Uh, really fun 3D printed frame with some NeoPixel strips embedded on the inside of the frame. And when you put double-sided mirror film on acrylic, you get this beautiful infinity cube. So this is, uh, we did two kind of variants of it. <laughs> variants. Uh, and here's the one that I designed. Um, so very cool. Thanks, John, for sharing your progress. And uh, the cat is not impressed, but that's just Cats the cat. Are never, never impressed. impressed. <laughs> cool. Got another one here. For the macro pad, shout out to Stuart. He already made, he this posted two so makes. Cool. Uh, the first one. Oh, I'm talking about his servo one. Oh, right, <laughs> we so showed that cool. last week. Yeah, we showed it last week. Super cool, it was a nice fun one. Um, so Stuart printed it out on his Prusa i3, MK3, um, uh, 0.2 layer height, and some Prusa PLA silver. Nice. Sweet, easy print, no issues. Yay. Sweet, so it all prints in place and all of the tolerances uh, should work just fine. And then start printed in white. So here it is, a little bit nice right here. And printed on the Ultimaker 3, sweet. Oh, awesome. So it's really nice to see it work on the Pusa and the Ultimaker. They're vastly different, um, different nozzle diameters and different like I think it's like a 0.2 or 0.1 difference for the tolerances Sometimes that I've it noticed. It works, yeah, it's probably a little bit tighter, right? On the, maybe not, I don't know, we'll see. So that's cool. Thanks, Stuart, for posting that up. And then the last unit make we have is a little bit of a uh, random slash, I, I saw these cookies at Disney Springs, they were for dogs, and I was like, oh, this is cool. So I searched for it and I, I found this and I, I remembered it, like, ah, this is a remix of the Circuit Pan Roll from Flowlistic, Augustine. So he made uh, these, these, uh, these paw print cookie things as well, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. Cookie season is coming back. When is it not cookie season? So I was going to say, there's always if you, cookies. If you like paw prints and you're into paw prints like I am. <laughs> you can make paw print cookies for humans, not just for dogs. So shout out for Flowlisty for posing this up um, as a remix a couple years ago. The fun things you can do with 3D printing, right? You can make custom anything now, and food. I know there's a food safety thing, a warning about that, but you know, single, single use. Don't reuse it, maybe. That's this week's Community Makes. Yay. Thanks for everybody for sharing your stuff with us. <clears throat> back over to Discord. Yeah, Riggs is saying, uh, or Stuart is saying that um, Ultimaker 3 is tighter. Yeah, yeah. it's about 0. 0.1, 0. 0.2 yeah, it's, it's for the uh, horizontal expansion. A lot of times I feel like it, the tightness makes my things more loose. It's, it's always different, yeah. yeah. Like some of the pegs don't print out as strong on an Ultimaker mm -hmm. that we've noticed, like the um, standoff pegs. Yeah. Whoops. I'll take the horns off. <laughs> Sorry. I think that is about it for the show. And that's the show. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Um, is that really? A, I think that's everything. Well, tonight we invite you to come on the show and tell whether you have something or not. We'd love to see you. Um, it's all, it's every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, in the works, workshops, retro gear. We do lots of different flavors of, of show and telling. So come on by. Let Lamar and Phil know you're excited and you appreciate what they're doing. 
And then at uh, 8 p.m., it's Ask Engineer. Full hour of Lamar and Phil, open source hardware, new products, Circuit Python news, and more. Yeah, I never know what they're going to do. It's always a secret. <laughs> Top secret as well. So shout out to Lamar and Phil for keeping, keeping it going. And shout out to you, everyone in the Discord chat room, and everybody placing orders. You're keeping Yay. us going. Hopefully, we'll be able to do this. Uh, we'll probably be able to update this photo from like three, four years ago now. Uh, there's the team. Soon. Yeah, soon we'll be able to retake this photo. This is post-COVID. I mean, pre-COVID. So we haven't been able to get everybody in, in, even today. All right. <laughs> so we'll see you tonight on Asking and on the Show with Dell. Thanks, everybody, on Discord for hanging out. And that's going to do it for us. Yeah. Everybody's already saying good, good goodness. Okay. Lots of uh, M1 discussion, so definitely join the Fun. chat room for that. Lots of uh, uh, people saying that, yeah, they notice a dramatic difference when going out to the M1. All right, well, there we are. It's a, there, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Thanks, folks. We'll see you next time, but until then, don't forget to make to. a great day. Make a great day. See you later, Bye, folks. Ooh.